squad. This is Joe, co-host of Adapt Session. Thank you for tuning in. Today, I wanna to talk to you a little bit about my small personal training business, fitness mindset, if you haven't heard of it, and talk to you a little bit about what I do. So what I do, what I specialize in, is the gait cycle, human movement and the gait cycle. And human movement is the gait cycle. If you're not familiar with what gait is, gait is the way we stand, number one, then the way we go into locomotion, locomotion be meaning movement, walking and running, and from there, throwing, okay? Those are our primary function as human beings. So what I do is I work on people's mechanics when it comes to these functions and movements, and by improving these movements and functions in our body, you build lean muscle tissue, drop body fat way more efficiently than any other training methodologies out there, okay? You align your structural integrity skeletal structure, your bones, your muscles, your tendons, your fascia, and this improves your physiology and your processes of the body. You also reduce pain by doing this, obviously, by lining up the body correctly. A lot of pain in the body is caused by compression and misalignment and too much tension in certain areas, not enough tension in other areas. So we already have enough compression in our body from gravity. We don't need to do more of that to ourselves. And with aligning the body, that also will improve your overall athletic performance. I'll teach you how to move, coordination. It does not matter whether you're an athlete or not. All human beings are meant to move in a particular fashion, and I will teach you how to move that way. You just haven't been taught how to move that way, so how could you know? Especially if you go through your days moving the way that you would consider to be your natural movement abilities not knowing your potential that you can unlock by fixing and adjusting these problems. So if you are interested, please reach out to me at www.fitnessmindset.life. That's .life, L-I-F-E, not .com. You can also reach out to me on fitness.mindset.ca, which is my IG page, fitness.mindset.ca. Appreciate you tuning in, squad. Hope you enjoy today's episode. What up squad, welcome to the ADAPT session where we have intrinsic combos on mindset, exercise, and life's ever-changing experiences with your host Joe and Big. Mondo, what's up everybody? Um, this is a different episode, you guys. This is a special episode. This is, known, this is what we're gonna call the Rewind. We are literally about to approach, while well, we're filming this, is we're about to approach the one year anniversary of the first episode of the adapt session so it's kind of a trip that we're we're on that uh trajectory of being actually doing this for a year pretty dope man 
Does it feel like a year? It doesn't feel like a year to me. It doesn't? Nah, dude. It feels like just yesterday we were trying to trying to get this stuff off the ground and we're just like actually discussing it. And it's crazy uh, that we that we're about a year in on this. Yeah, um, time flies, man. But um, I would say for me it does feel like a year, but I I do feel like it, it went by pretty quick. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. So we said we already said it, it's gonna be a rewind. And this is what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch the first episode of the adapt session. So for those who are listening to this, we originally were going to be a quote unquote video podcast on Instagram because we didn't know how to do the audio podcast at the time. So if you go on Anchor or you go on your favorite platform, you're going to notice that the first episode, first episode, quote unquote, is the mentorship. That's not true. Mentorship is actually the second episode. The first episode is COVID-19 and home exercises, home workouts, something along those lines. Something like that. But back then we were just on Instagram. So that's when we got started. And a couple of days afterwards, we found out about Anchor and we've been there ever since. And uh, I don't know about you, Joe, but I haven't seen this since it was released. I haven't either. I don't even remember what we talked about. And well, from what it looks like, there's a lot of mention of coronavirus and quarantine. So I'm guessing that's something that we did. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Considering when we started it, I think it was like a month after the shutdown, something like that. Something like that. It was around that time. So um, I have listened to bits and pieces of it because of the 2020 episode, but the 2020 episode was months ago. So mm. I don't really remember, but I haven't seen the video since last year. And I have a red sweater on right now. And it's kind of, I guess, a nod to my, my red Niner beanie that I had on in this video. So for those who are following along, right now we are at zero, zero, zero. And we're about to start the show right now. Okay, three, two, one, showtime. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna introduce, say that again, bro? You wanna introduce our people to what we're, what, why we're talking? Oh yeah, so everybody, my name's Joseph and that is Armando. my Armando, Armando. We call him Mondo for short. And uh, me and him, I mean, in all, in all actuality, and to be completely honest, this was Armando's idea. He hit me up um, and asked me if I wanted to do a podcast or, or what I thought about, what I thought about, um, what, I, what I would think about if we did a podcast, right? Am I open to the idea and to the suggestion? And I was like, oh, man, that, that'd be pretty cool. I actually would enjoy that, you know, sitting down, having a conversation with my boy, um, you know, about various topics uh, such as exercise, mindset, and just the landscape of life and the different scenarios that we find ourselves in, such as this whole quarantine situation. Had, you know? Yeah, just exactly. So kind of crazy. It just started as a regular conversation, too. It was just like, what if we did a podcast? Like, what if, and then it started becoming realistic because of, what's going on right now. Yeah, I, I remember I remember you had mentioned it before this whole thing happened and we were kind of like putting it on the back burner and then yeah. this happened and you know, like everybody else were like, kind of like what's going on? You know, when are we gonna 
get get out of this, you know, California state being closed and we're going to go back to normal. Yeah. Um, and then, then that's when you hit me up again. And, and uh, that's when Armando hit me up again. And he was like, Hey man, this is a perfect time to do it. Are, are you, uh, are you in? I said, let's do it, bro. So here we are. Here we are. Showtime. And this is the first episode of the Adat session. Welcome everybody. How you doing today, Jojo? You excited? I'm excited, bro. I'm really excited. Uh, man. So, I'm going to be real with you though. I've had a long day. I was a little <laughs> bit tired earlier. So I'm sipping on some um, Four Sigmatic coffee, some mushroom coffee. I got my bottle mushroom of water coffee. right here. Wait, 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 wait. I can't, we, we can't let that pass without me asking you, man. What, what, what? Mushroom coffee? Dude, Four Sigmatic, bro. Look it up. It's, all right, look at that. it doesn't taste like mushrooms at all. Okay. It has, Less caffeine than a regular cup of coffee has about half. Um, but what it does give you is um, the nutrients of these wild mushrooms. Like, uh, I think one of them is lion's mane. Uh -huh. I believe, yep, that's one of them. And I don't remember or I don't remember what the other one's called. Um, it's not coming to me. But it has about two to three other ones. And I don't remember. The lion's mane one's the one that stands out. But yeah. Essentially, they help with digestion, um, they help with cognitive function, they help enhance uh, neurological pathways, so it's good coffee, and it's not, it's not too uh, caffeinated, so that's good. I just needed a little pick-me-up because I had a long day, I was kind of yeah. falling asleep, but I was really I excited. Understand. I understand. You know what I mean? I've been up, I've been up since, uh, since 5.30 uh, training, so you know, I've been at it, but... I'm I'm glad we're on, baby. Even even when we're not at the gym, we still have that grind. You still got to do it, bro. That's the reason why. That's the reason why we didn't have the time to do this before. Yeah, exactly. So now now we do. But one question: You're not gonna trip off of those mushroom that mushroom coffee, right? You're not gonna trip. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> okay. Okay. It's it's not them kind of mushrooms. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Cool. I was you like, know, I feel like if I become Super Mario, man. I mean, I was here for Halloween, but I can't become a <laughs> thing in real life, you know. I I mean you might think that in your head, but I don't know if you really be him. Yeah, true. So, so what's on the agenda today, Mondo? I know we had some conversations. Well, you know, we were just talking about we we're just talking about the uh the situation right now and that situation is quarantine. Yes, quarantine uh, affected us, man. And I wanted to pick your brain, man. Let's give you some let's go back to before when this happened, right? Uh-huh. When did it really become a possibility for this to happen, man, that we're not going to be, that we're going to be in quarantine, that we're going to be working like this? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I want to say maybe like late February, early March is when they started really talking about it, you know, but at the time, I didn't, I honestly didn't take it seriously. I kind of thought it was a joke, like, oh, it's not going to come over here. Yeah. You know? yeah. For, for whatever reason and that was because i was ignorant to the information and what was actually going on in reality in wuhan china and in all the other provinces around wuhan um in china i was ignorant to the information i don't know what was going on then when i heard and i and they were talking about it spreading through uh india parts of the middle east um, Southeast Asia, you know, going to Australia and all that. Once I heard that it started spreading basically and going into Europe, I was like, oh man, it's, there's a very strong possibility it's going to come over to the U S. So that's yeah. when I started taking it seriously. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that was a crazy time, man. Cause we used to, 
we would do jokes, right? We just hear someone do like a little cough or whatever, or sneeze. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we we'll, or we do oh, Corona. Like, when would, sneeze? Every time, every time someone did like a little cough or whatever. Yeah, I, I'll say what's up to everybody. Give everybody a handshake, and then you know when when you lean in, give them the little homie hug. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. we we uh, yeah. we filmed then, some of that I too. I got real quick. Yeah, I got that, was, that was how um. That gives you a clue as to how serious we took it. And uh, when did it start becoming like, hey man, we might be working on borrowed time. Uh, I want to say the week before March 17th. Yeah, because um, we week closed down March. the 15th. Say that again? Because we closed down, the last day that we worked was the 15th, but we closed on the 16th. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just kind of trying to recollect and, and um, looking back on it, I remember that week because that was the week of St. Patty's Day, right? And I was I was looking forward to going out that weekend and having one of my, one of those green beers, you know, just kind of yeah, chilling. You and I were going to go that weekend, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We're going to be out in the city um, and, uh, you know, just kind of bar hopping a little bit, hanging out, having a good time. So that's why, that's why I remember that specifically. But the week before that, that's when stuff started getting serious and it was in the U.S. already. Everybody was kind of, you know, panicking in a sense, you know, not really knowing what was going on. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we, when we started to have to get deep cleaning um, on all of our equipment, I mean, we already clean regularly, but then yeah. we had to sanitize before we touch the equipment, after we touch the equipment, and then at the end of the day, and, and we sanitized before people got into the gym, you know, we got an hour early. I'm like, man, this is, this is getting serious, you know? It was becoming, it was becoming more uh, frequent that we had to disinfect. It was every hour, really. It started getting very apparent that it was on its way. And then I want to say, I think that Sunday, that's when um, all the gyms in uh, L.A. County closed. I was like, oh, yeah. it's, it's coming up here. And I remember that weekend because there were three people that were really discussing it. It was yourself, uh -huh. and it was, my, it was me. We were talking about, it's like, hey, we, we might be on some borrowed time here. And... And I don't blame everybody, right? Because I think it was uh, all of us were kind of in denial about the fact that we're probably going to end up having to uh, go home and stay here for who knows how long. And we still have no idea how long it's going to be. There's a good chance we might not even get back into the summer. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean, there, there's... I'm there, trying to stay hopeful. What was that? I'm trying to stay hopeful over here. I'm staying hopeful too. I'm hoping that we come back, but I'm hoping that we, we get back to work by, uh, by June. We'll, we'll see what's up, bro. We'll see what's up, man. Because right, right now, supposedly, originally, we were supposed to be back on April 7th. Yeah. That was originally the plan, and that was, that, there was no way we were going to make it back by April 7th. So, well, it, it, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I mean, we, we can say we understand the severity of it based off what the news is saying, but, but we don't, we're not behind the scenes. No, we don't know. We no. don't know. We're not the epidemiologists studying this. We're not the scientists behind the scenes that actually know what's going on, looking at all the numbers. So all, all we could really do is just wait and see and just follow what the state orders are. Just and hope for the best. Honestly, you guys stay safe. And, uh, and it's kind of crazy because, um, you see how all the cases were jumping up and you see all the testing. Um, maybe you would like to fill us in on what that testing was like, my man. 
Hey, hey, you didn't tell me what to talk about this. No personal questions. No personal questions. All right. All right. I guess I got to come clean now. Mama. Story time. Ratting me out. All right. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just joking. We, You're welcome. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about this. It's not a problem. So for all you that are uh, gonna watching this show, that are going to watch this show, I actually did end up getting the coronavirus. Um, I got it that first week of the shutdown. Uh, we closed down the gym. That Monday was our last day. What was that, the 15th, Mondo? Yeah. Or the 14th? Okay. Yeah, we closed 15th. on the 16th. Okay, we closed on the 16th, but the 15th. Wow. <laughs> well, first off, um, our, t our timing talking to each other was horrible. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, it was, that was bad. We kept on talking over each other. <clears throat> I think we introduced the show like maybe three or four times in the, like just in the first two minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's something we kept on asking each other basically what are we going to talk about and we kept on repeating ourselves. Um, it's so weird to hear the show without what without you opening up saying welcome to the Adapt Session podcast where we have intrinsic conversations. It's so weird to like see that. Like it, it doesn't feel like we're watching your own show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely not what we're used to now, but you know, we got to no. remember it was the first or second show, second show. And um, we were still trying to find our rhythm, trying to find out who we were, what the podcast was, you know, was gonna, was gonna be about and what it, what it has evolved into. Right now, when I listen to myself talk, I, I know it's only been a year, but I'm like, man, I've changed so much from that first episode. I know, that's why I'm looking at myself because I, I noticed at the time, I would just say a whole bunch of, uh, I would mumble a lot too. Like I'm noticing, or I interrupt you, and it's like, man, we like that was the thing that we we do all the time. That was our chemistry wasn't at like as crisp as it is now. That's for sure. And I started laughing when I heard four sigmatic. Coffee? Why? Why'd you start laughing? It just brought back memories. I'm like, remember, like four sigmatic. If you're listening to this right now, actually, you know, we, the offer is still on the table. We, we would love to have you as a sponsor. I would love to, because I love that coffee. So, I mean, it just brings back memories of, of like, what we thought was the show was going to be about. Like, we, we literally, this, so, I don't know if we mentioned this already, but this literally was our third test run, and we decided to post it. Yep. So, we literally are newbies here. We have no idea what we're doing, as you can see by the lighting. Because it's dark as hell in there. You know, I mean, that that's how you're going to start, though, bro. Nobody, Absolutely. Nobody starts, you know. Knowing everything. Yeah, be, you know, being a professional <laughs> in something that we've never done before. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy to, like, to watch this. It's really humbling, honestly. Hearing that we were talking about Four Sigmatic Coffee and we're giving each other. Like, you can see that we can talk a lot of trash, too. Yeah, we're just we're just messing around, trying to get the hang of things. You know, uh, we're basically like practicing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was pretty much just a practice run, and we just were like, you know what, this is 
this is cool. Let's let's have this as our debut. I mean, let's just post it. Let's just post it. And this is literally when. Uh, so for those who are listening to, I mean, the run sheets now. They don't even compare to what back then run sheets at this episode versus what we have now. Like it's not even not well, even on the same level. I guess, you got, I guess you got to tell people what run sheets are, though. Some, you know what? Because every time that we've had a guest and I invite them, you know, to get together with us for a, mm -hmm. a, a meeting before we actually shoot the show so we can discuss the topics and let them know what we want to talk about. And I tell them, oh, we're going to we're going to have a meeting and talk, discuss the run sheet. Every single one is like, what's a run sheet? Absolutely. So. When you do podcasts, they call them show notes or they call them run sheets. So really what it is, and it's not a script, like I wouldn't call it a script because a script is more like word for what we're going to say. A run sheet is more or less like a bullet point. And it's basically like rail, like think of the conversation as like an essay or think of it as a train, right? What do you, what does it, what, like you need the tracks in order for the train to move, right? So it helps the conversation flow a little better. And also, it helps us not forget what we want to talk about. So one of the things that happened, especially here, because at this point, we had a very, very basic run sheet. I think it was maybe like two or three bullet points, and that was it. Um, one of the things that you'll notice, like one of the things that I'm going to start noticing is, uh, and I remember at the time, he and I were a little frustrated, was that we forgot some of the things that we wanted to talk about. So that's a, that's a lot of the reason why we also do our run sheets because we don't want to forget certain topics that we want to discuss. And when the episode comes out, we want it to be more crisp. Ready for uh, the next 10 minutes? So we're at 10 minutes and one second, you guys. I'm being honest with you. Um, I wasn't sure if I was ready for the first 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I, fair. I, that's fair. I, don't, I don't like to listen to myself. Mm. I, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. I, I don't like it either. Yeah, I don't like to listen to myself. I don't like to watch myself. It's, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of annoying myself. If I'm and, being and honest I'm, with you. I, I, <laughs> it's kind of funny because that was one of the reasons why I was hesitant to start doing this, but I wanted, but I love the art. Getting in front of the camera, I'm like, I don't want to see myself. Yeah, I, but, I don't I don't mind other people listening to me and seeing myself. Hopefully I'm not as annoying to y'all as I am to myself, but I really yeah, don't say here watch myself. No, I, I completely understand. But we're doing this because, you know, it's also good for us in a lot of ways because we're seeing how far we've come. And honestly, when I was I was dreading watching this, but I do want to celebrate the one the fact that we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, that's and two, awesome. And two, I also as, as painful as it'll be at times and I've already had some painful moments like when I was when I started uh, doing like some of the laughs just make me like made me cringe right like it's cringeworthy but mm -hmm. at the same time we we have grown and it's good to see us like I, I could see that you and I have come a long way in terms of the arts of podcasting definitely you know that I guess that goes to show everybody out there if uh, you know you're trying to do something new that you haven't done before, be okay with not being good at it when you start. 
and the more time and effort and energy you put into it, you know, practicing the craft of whatever it is that you're trying to learn or get better at, you know, realize that it's going to take some time. So put that time in, put the effort in, commit to it and, and make it happen. I think uh, over time, me and Armando have definitely gotten better. Um, recently, within this uh, 20, 21 year at the beginning, if I'm honest with you, a lot of our last year's episodes when we first started in 2020, um, I only like maybe like two or three of them. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't even like all of our podcasts. Um, but the ones that I've been really liking thus far are this year's because I feel like we're talking about some things that can help educate other people. I feel I'm getting educated on it. I'm learning more because I like to learn um, with some of the guests that we've been having on the show. And I just feel like our material is just so much better and we're able to bring you guys better content. That's what I want to do moving forward. Yeah, that brings me to another thing. At this point, we were still pretty much just a fitness podcast. This was before we decided to go different, go into different um, avenues with the show. And this was just when we were still doing podcast fitness and this would be like, as I, and you can tell, honestly, with the, the beginning of the show, we didn't have intrinsic conversations on mindset, exercise, and lifestyle changing experiences. So we had, just because you start one direction doesn't mean that you're going to stay in that, on that same path. You know, you, you never know what it can grow into. So let's, let's continue with uh, Joe's story about him getting what we now call, at the time we called it COVID, but. Nah, man, we call it the Rona on this shit. It's the Rona. You wanna, you wanna do the countdown? Absolutely. In three, two, one, roll them. It's when they announced that the re that from then on gyms are closed. I want to say that Friday or or Thursday or Friday, I started feeling some symptoms. This is what the symptoms were. I had a severe fever severe headache it it really felt like like i was in the middle of summer in arizona or like the mojave desert and i know what that feels like because i've been there it's it's hot but i actually like it but this one was not a pleasant heat for me it felt terrible i had the chills like i said severe headache felt just pounding throughout my head all the way around um and then severe body aches it hurt just to roll out of bed and put on my my sandals to go to the bathroom or go get a drink of water or something like so it hurt. Had severe ache so was it like uh yeah it was bad bro it was it like as if you had like a really intense workout the next day you're sore or was it more nah, like no nah, nah, that's uh you know me being a trainer i'm just gonna keep it real with you you even comparing it to like an intense workout where you're sore is redundant that's like it's trash it's, it's not it doesn't even come close it was wow. it was a it was a painful like, like I felt I was sick. You know what I mean? It's being sore is one thing. This is, this is being sick, bro. Two completely different things, right? Different type of so, pain, man. Yeah, I was in pain. So it was hurting, but I was still able to move, but it just hurt, right? Yeah. And another, another thing that, that, that uh, struck me as very odd. Um, well, I should say first, before I get, get to that, that I just thought it was a flu because a lot of people were saying they were having respiratory issues. They couldn't breathe, shortness of breath. They felt that their lungs were very heavy. I didn't feel that. 
It was just everything else. But this is the weird part, okay? So um, I poured myself a, a small cup of kombucha because I really like kombucha. Yeah. So I was going to drink that. And when I held it to my nose, all I could smell was vinegar. And it was disgusting. I couldn't drink it. And then oh, later on, I started to hear from a bunch of people that they started losing their sense of smell and taste. Well, I didn't quite lose my sense of smell and taste, but everything smelled and tasted like vinegar. It was very odd. I don't know why. It was weird, bro. I've never heard of that. I've heard about the uh, losing your, your sense of smell. I mean, we have, I've had some uh, friends that have done the same thing who uh, got the coronavirus, and they said that they lost a sense of smell. Yeah. I, that's the first I heard that it's like vinegar because that's a little strange, man. I don't let you. That's a little different. That's different, but I, I, I believe you, man. I think that – I don't think that there's a – I'm not really surprised when I hear anything when it comes to the coronavirus now. Hey, is it too dark if I turn off that light? Yeah, kind of looks yeah, like it. It can be. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, anyway, so that was when I was going to drink kombucha, right? Yeah. And then I start uh, making my breakfast. I was making a couple eggs, and I always have veggies with every meal. And um, I've been using uh, mustard to put on my veggies, like just kind of drizzle some mustard on there. Because just in case – anybody didn't know mustard is a natural thermogenic it's a natural fat burner okay mm -hmm. mustard okay so i just drizzle a little bit of mustard on my veggies or whatever my eggs and stuff um and that smelled disgusting again just like vinegar i, I had to throw it away i couldn't eat my breakfast so wow. lucky for me okay i live alone nobody lives with me so i was quarantined in my house for two and a half weeks okay before my little bro came and then now he's staying with me right um he's staying with me because his girl's out here you know close by and of course he wants to see his girl right so yeah he asked me if he could stay and i told him yeah because that was two and a half weeks ago when i was sick so i was quarantined in my house for two and a half weeks i started getting over um the virus which at the time i thought it was um the coronavirus which at the time i thought it was just a flu okay started getting over it within three to four days okay with with within those three to four days i worked out twice and when i worked out i felt good i felt strong i didn't feel um uh particularly uh winded any sooner than i normally would mm -hmm. but i still had the the headache and the fever but i just kind of pushed through it because i know getting some physical activity is good it wasn't one of my normal hardcore workouts that i would normally get you know be able to push myself to the max yeah. but i got one in right yeah so Fast forward two and a half weeks later, little bruh comes over. He's staying with me, right? Um, then come to find out a couple people that me and you know <laughs> ended up getting the virus too. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. I seen y'all before I got sick. Yes. Y'all had to give it to me. But, but what I find weird is I, I don't know if that's logical because the timeline's off, right? Yeah. I got sick the first week. They did not get symptoms until two and a half weeks later when I was already completely uh, recovered. But that's also where the uh, asympt asymptomatic carrier comes in. There you go. They probably were carrying it. If they didn't know it, then you got it. And then whatever. Because the truth of the matter is those people that, that we're talking about also kept going back to back and forth and leaving the house. Yeah, true. And, and, and who knows who else they've seen, right? Exactly. So it's one of those things. And who knows where those people have been either. 
Yeah. So, okay. So, so now after those two people that me and you know, I ain't going to say no names over here, you know, keep it cool. Yeah, if they don't want to talk about it, but those two people that me and you know, okay. I believe got me sick. One of them. Um, and when I found out they were sick, I was like, Oh man, maybe I did have it, you know, and I just didn't know. So then I was like, I don't know if I'm still, if I'm still contagious. I started worrying about my little bro that was staying with me. Mm-hmm. So then I, uh, ended up finding out, uh, about a testing site. Okay. In San Mateo. So, so you schedule your appointment online. Um, basically they ask you a few questions. Like, have you been in contact with anybody that's been infected? And if that is a yes, then you qualify to go get tested. Okay. Yeah. So they send me an email the very next day and said, you qualify. We'll see you at this time. You know, whoop de whoop whoop show up and, you know, tell me what to bring and what not to bring. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's over at San Mateo. Okay. San Mateo County Fairgrounds. So I drive over, whatever, no big deal. I'm feeling good. But at this point I've been working out, you know, mm-hmm. run, running, you know, doing some shadow boxing at home. I'm, yeah. I'm in bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in. I'm feeling great. So I go over there. Okay. And, if any of if any of you have ever seen the movie Contagion, which I'm sure you have, because right now it's like trending, yeah, right? Especially right now, because everyone's like making reference to it because of the ever since the uh, coronavirus came out. That's so. right. Okay, well, trip out, right? So I get up to the to the uh, Santa uh, Santa Clara County, <laughs> to the San Mateo County Fairgrounds. Okay, San Mateo, San Mateo, across the water. It's one of the counties. I get there, I roll up to the front, and I start rolling down my window. Okay, and then dude. At the front, that's, you know, uh, letting all the cars go in for people that have appointments. He's like, no, 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 He starts backing away. Like, I was like, whoa. So I kind of just take my hand off. I'm like, okay, like, what I do, you know? He goes, no, keep your window up. And he's, he's all covered up, you know? He doesn't have any um, protective gear, but he's covered up. So he just says, oh, you know, hold your uh, license to the window, you know, to, for just for safety. I was like, oh, okay, man, they're, they're, they're serious out here. Okay, I, I see. Hold it up. All right, cool. You know, he checks me in. Asked for my email confirmation, got that too, good to go. Next check-in point. The further in I go, it's, they have cones kind of lined up like a road and it's kind of windy, right? Taking yeah. you up to the next place. So when I get to the next checkpoint and the next people, from then on, they were in like full hazmat suits. Like, oh, like, in, the, like in the movie Contagion, bro. I was like, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't know it was that serious. You know? That's, that's like, when it re- like when you realize that yeah, it just kind of hit real. me. Like, this is real. Obviously, people have been passing away, and my heart goes out to those people, to their families. Um, but what they were saying on the news was, oh, it's only for older people, or for uh, it's only hurting, excuse me, older people or people with pre-existing conditions. So I'm like, oh, I'm I'm good, I'm good. But then these people are kind of acting like that, like you know, super scared and and kind of like, no, get away from me. I'm like, oh, okay, it, it's very serious. So the further I go in, you know, I, I'm good. So they keep sending me in. Finally, I get to the doctor. And the doctor, like I said, full hazmat suit, like in Contagion. That's why I brought up that movie. Um, the first they ask to see my email confirmation again, just to make sure I show it to them or whatever. And I have to show it to them through the front uh, window because my windows are all tinted on the side, so you can't see them. So then he goes, okay. He asked me, do you consent to the test? You know, whoop de whoop whoop. I was all sure. But I said I sh- probably should have thought about that first because I didn't know what the test entailed. And this is where it gets a little rough, okay? Roll down the window. This guy pulls up, has a really long Q-tip in another container, like a plastic container, right? So he takes it out. He goes, okay, you know, 
I'm going to stick this up your nose to get a sample. Are you okay with that? I said, sure. I'm thinking, oh, he's just going to go right in there. Come on out. No, 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 no. This guy tells me, okay, relax, put your head back and just breathe. So and right there, All right, we stopped at 20 minutes and three seconds. Second 10-minute interval. Two things stick out to me, all right? One, I'm sitting there listening to this guy talk about, talk about his uh, Rona, Rona symptoms and not realizing that I had the same shit, the, the same, like about a couple months, like about a month or two before that. I'm like, dude, you had it too. You had that same symptom. You didn't get your sense of smell until a couple of weeks before that. Oh, so you had the same symptoms? I had the same symptoms. I had lost my sense of smell. Oh shit, I didn't remember that. And then it's like, cause I thought it was just a bad cold until months later I realized that's how uneducated we were on and or misinformed we were on this, uh, on this virus. Super. And, and two, Whoopty woo woo. Whoopty woo. We thought that that was going to be our hashtag. I mean, it's not something you just say just to say. It's like a filler. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> man, we are, we came a long way, my brother. Yeah. It's kind of like whoopty woo. It's kind of like uh, Charlie Brown when the parents talk and you just hear him go womp, womp, womp. That's kind of like whoopty woo. <laughs> whoopty woo. Right? Oh, she. Oh, you know, he or she said, you know, you know, blah, 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 whoop-de-whoop. You know, it's like that. I think at some point I used it as a, as a hashtag for us too, but. Yeah, yeah. But reality, for us, it became keep it saucy and hashtag ear hustle. You know, I think that became our, our stuff later on. But, mm -hmm. man, we, um, the one that really stuck out to me is you turned off the lights and said, oh, is it really dark in here? It's like, Yes. It was horrible. <laughs> nah, I'm just I'm just listening it's, to myself talk, bro. I'm just I, I'm I'm honestly annoying the shit out of myself right now. I'm annoying the shit out of myself too, because I'm just sitting there like minimalizing. <laughs> We've definitely just, come a long way, but you know, I I will say my excitement telling that story was pretty good. I, I yeah, that's what I liked about it too. That's why I. For, for the preview, I, like at the time we did like full on previews, right? Like four, four or five minute mm -hmm. IGTV videos. And that was the first one that I did, Joe's, current, Joe's COVID story. And uh, that was the one that I highlighted, but it's, yeah, we, we've come a long way, man. We, we've had some moments in there where I, I'm, I'm just like, uh, I wanna I wanna I wanna wrap my head into the wall because it sounds brutal, you know, like like it gets like it sounds really cheesy. It didn't age, or I didn't execute it as well as I mm. as I would right as we would right now, you know. It was like at the time that's how that's how awkward we were. And if you meet us in person, Joe and I talk a lot of shit, but the thing is at this point, we had a hard time translating it onto the camera. And uh, it was very evident here. What do you what, what do you mean when you say that uh, we talk a lot of shit? 
we're trash talkers. We get like uh, we are good at we're we're good at like we're good at like making whether it's make when we talk trash to each other, make fun of each other. Like uh like you'll say something like for example, you'll make something you'll make a comment about my big head or I'll say something about your hair. Oh yeah, it's like, yeah, like yeah, you know, and, it, and it's pretty and we do that on the show now, but we had a hard time. Like if you uh, cameras were off, all of a sudden we're it's off and running. But then right now, like I think it's we're better at doing that on camera. Well, I you, think because you pick up on because you pick up on the jokes back then. If I wanted to give you like a cue to tell a story or a cue to pick up on a joke, you weren't picking it up. No, I picked it up. I just decided not to do it because it's. All right, when we're when we're putting out content for y'all, for when we're putting out content for everybody, Mondo, mm -hmm. there's a there's like a time and a place, right? Like when we're when we're in person and we're just talking, you know, some something will come up in the conversation that kind of uh gives me the path to talk a little shit, as you like to say, you know, you joke to joke around with you, right? To talk a little trash, just to play with you. But when we're talking and we're having these other discussions sometimes that doesn't come up right like for example our last few episodes if the situation calls for it then yeah sure you know a little remark here and there is all good but i was more focused on the content we're trying to put out and for me to get better and i'm glad i did because listening to myself right now i needed to get better and, we, and i'm we sure were down definitely the road, more, go ahead we we're definitely more serious at the time i wouldn't say that i don't seem serious when i'm telling that story i just don't think there's a reason for me to say something you know i feel like sometimes when we do these episodes you want me to like talk some shit but there's there's no reason for me to do it you know what i'm saying like nothing happened so i'm not gonna force myself to do it there has to be a reason for it you know what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen that is joe yep back to it roll it let's go Your story. Give us, give us an example of just how long this freaking bro. It was like this, dude. It was like this. Okay. Now I didn't see it go up my nose because I closed my eyes. Because when he told me, "Oh, just lay back, relax, try and breathe, and and you know, just stay still," I'm already thinking, "Oh, this thing gonna be pleasant." So I just do it. Okay. So he goes in normal, right? Just, you know, act like you were picking your nose. We've all done it. You got a little booger in there, pick your nose, throw it out, right? Wash your hands. Maybe not. I don't know. But he just goes in there. <laughs> so he just goes in there, right? And he stops, bro. He kind of stops for like half a second, like I guess to fill me out to see what I was going to do. But I was just chilling. And then he goes, boom. Oh. And, oh. I, and I just tense up, dude. I just tense up. And I'm like, oh, I got to stop. I got to stop. He's going to have to do it again. Obviously, I'm not saying that out loud. I'm thinking that in my head, like, oh, just stop. So he goes in, and this it felt like this dude was trying to, like, scramble my brains, okay? Does it? It lasts no more than, like, I don't know, three to five seconds. Comes out. Okay, cool. He got the sample. Good to go, right? Done. You're longest, on your way. longest three to five seconds ever, it sounds like. Bro, it was. No, it was pretty intense, bro. When he pulled it out, I had, like, little drops of blood coming down. 
it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it's not like like a like when you have a nosebleed, right? Like, oh, I'm bleeding. It doesn't hurt. No, it oh, hurt. It, it hurt. Uh, yeah, he went up there, bro. Not only that, but I started crying, dude. I just couldn't help it, you know? Just tears you're coming. You're making in. me cry just hearing this story right now. Bro, it, it, it was a little rough, bro. I don't know. That was my experience. Maybe I'm a little weenie. I don't know, but I didn't like it, okay? I'll tell and, you what, man. I'll tell you what. You know what this means? What's up? People stay home. Yeah, don't get sick, stay man. Home. Dude, that's, that's no joke. Stay home. I mean, you know what? Eventually, everybody's going to have to get it, but hopefully by then, there's a different way of testing, or you don't have to go through that because we have a vaccine. I'm yeah. hoping. We'll see what's up. But, dude, the worst part of it was he didn't even give me a second to, like, collect myself after it happened. He just says, okay, you're done. You can go now. Like, go ahead. I'm like, oh, damn, all right. So I just roll up my window, and I just go. I just got to, like, suck it up, buttercup. And, I mean, to a degree, he's right. Like, time to move on. But yeah. that, was, that was my experience with it. Anyway, fast forward a couple days, I get my test results back, and they say, you are positive abnormally. And I'm like, what does that mean? Abnormally positive? Does that mean like I still, like I got the symptoms, I still have it, I'm still contagious, I can still infect people, because I feel great. So um, when I get those results, the very next morning, I get a call from the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia, and Alameda County um, Health Department asking me these questions, who'd you come in contact with, you know, trying to pinpoint exactly where I got it from, you know, um, to, so they can contain it, right? Hopefully it doesn't continue to spread. Um, come to find out, I asked, I'm asking them questions why it said abnormally, and they said, and they said, well, due to the fact that what you're telling us now, that you feel great, you've been exercising, but that you felt sick the first week of the shutdown, uh, March, uh, the week of the 15th through whatever, the 19th, the 20th, mm -hmm. they're like, if you had it then and you quarantine yourself for two and a half weeks, then you should be good now. But it's, it's, it's just a residual in your system. So then they told me just to be safe, spend three to five days in isolation and then you should be good. And at this point I'm like, damn, you know what? What if I got my little bro sick? Yeah. What if Junebug is sick? So I told Junebug about it. He went to go get tested, but he tested negative. So I was like, okay, cool, awesome. If you went home, we wouldn't have. So, yeah, right? And that's another story. We'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's story. another story. We'll do, we'll do that later. So he was here. I'm glad I didn't get him sick. I'm glad that that, that was just residual. That's why I said abnormal. So I'm good, I'm good bro. That's my, that's my little story on that, man. And everybody try to stay away from it. But yeah, at some point or another, uh, at some point or another, you're probably going to get it. That's just what it's going to be. And, you probably are, and the truth is you probably already had it. Yeah. You just don't even realize it. That's the thing. Cause supposedly it's been here for a few months already. Like they're saying that there'd be cases as early as February. Well, some people were even saying November. Yeah. So, I mean, but like we said earlier in this, in this show, you know, we don't really know. Truth is we don't really know. You don't really know, man. But the whole time, I mean, we've had to adapt to this new quarantine, huh? Adapt session. Adapt. Nah, but, but seriously, we've had to adapt, not just in a literal sense, but mentally as well, right? And it's still, and it's still as an ongoing thing, you know? I mean, you just said it yourself. It's crazy because you were working out and you were, you were more or less feeling normal and you yeah. still had it in your system. Yeah, it's crazy. And honestly, my workouts have been, uh, I mean, they've always been a way for me to cope, obviously. Yeah. Um, I use it to work. I use it to work on 
my posture. I want to be healthy. I want, I want to be well aligned. I want to be able to move. I want to be athletic, but it's also therapeutic and, and a cope, a coping mechanism for me. So I've been doing some pretty cool home workouts. Um, you let's know, catch up on you. Let's see what you got. Which, which ones have you done? Bro? Trying to mix it up. I was about to ask you, are you still been working out, bro? Absolutely. I've been doing some challenges too. Oh, oh yeah. You did tag me in a couple push-up challenges. I did. I, I tagged, not just here. I also tagged some other people. Uh, by the way, we work at Body Mechanics. Yeah. So, there, was, so yeah. there were some people that I tagged. And, you know, you saw my boy Joe earlier. He said that he's not going to drop any names. And I'm not going <laughs> to drop any names either. Marlon. I'm not going to drop any names. Margaret. I'm not going to drop any names. John. Yeah, bro, you, you dropping dimes right now, son. I, I don't know if Dude, I Dude, there's other people them. too. I just don't remember who I had on the list. You like six, nine. Wow. Come on, bro. I did two, two push-up two push-up challenges and mostly the clients were the ones that did it. You were the only trainer that did it. Well, I want to say that, like I said, it's a coping mechanism for me. So I'm like, oh, that's what's up. So I kind of got hyped when you tagged me on there, right? And you challenged me. I got kind of hyped. Like, well, you know what? Let me do this right now. So I started banging around. That's when you were getting back on it too. That was also when you were bouncing back from it. Yeah, that, that's when I was bouncing back from it. Exactly. So I, so I needed it, right? Because for me, it, it really is a coping mechanism. For other people, I know it's affected them tremendously differently as far as their mindset goes and their way they're dealing with everything. Because honestly, dude, I'm kind of glad that the first week I caught, I got kind of sick so I can get over it because yeah. I was also, to be honest, a little bit depressed because I didn't realize how much I relied on the gym as a yeah. social outlet. I didn't, I didn't realize that, but I did. So I've had to get accustomed to that as well. And honestly, mo most of it has really been just like my thought process. Like I'm thinking negatively. I'm, 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 I'm just getting in my feelings, you know, and, and I needed to work on that. And well, the to be fair, man, we also miss that camaraderie, man. I mean, it is yeah. a family over there, right? Like, we miss, we miss our family. Like, I yeah. miss, like everybody watching this, I miss all of y'all. Love all of y'all, too. So it's one of those things where it's like, you're so used to seeing all these people and, like, greeting them and hugging them. And one of the things that I said, I said it to you a couple of times already. What's that? When we get out of this, I will never take a handshake for granted. A hug, a handshake. A fist bump, you will never take it for granted. Because right now, it's like nobody wants to even. Well, you, you can't even say hi if you're close enough. Well, I gotta say, I gotta say, that's a little soft. S a w f t, but uh, it's good. Right? On me. Hey, hey no, but it's good though. It's good though. I, I see you. It's okay. Who's the it's one that got coronavirus? Say what? Who's the one that got coronavirus? Oh, don't shake my hand and don't give me no hugs. I never did, so it's okay. I might give you a kiss on the cheek. Be careful. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Wait, he's dating him. Otherwise, he's going he's gonna to keep bothering me. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. No, hey, but for but, real, though. You, you, tell me about some of your workouts, though. Other than the push-up challenges, tell me about some of your workouts. Well, here's the thing, man. What's the thing that I hate doing the most? You know me pretty well. Planks. Oh, you've been doing them? I've been doing them. Nah, bro. you haven't been doing them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, which ones? Mostly just the generic ones, dude. So once I, once I know how to do those, then I'll be okay. Because the truth is, for me, like, my biggest weakness is, like, like my, uh, my back and my core. Okay. So I've been really trying to uh, 
are really trying to establish that. So I've been focusing a lot on doing. So there's this uh, thing called like the, the plank run. The plank run. So what it's called, so what it does is like, you go for five minutes, right? Your challenge is to get there for five minutes. If you have to modify it, so, for, so be it. Oh, wait. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to, what's that? Let me make sure I understand. What, you're, so you're trying to hold the plank for five consecutive minutes? Is that what you're saying? So you, yeah, you, you pause the, and you pause the, uh, yeah, but you're holding it for a legit five minutes. So if you stop, then you pause the uh, clock. Oh, okay. So, so you're literally doing it for five minutes. So, so the timer doesn't continually go. If you stop, you pause the timer. Exactly. And then you go back. Thirty minutes on the dot. Couple, couple things on that one. Nice, nice, uh, nice touch on the soft. But um, oh, man. You know, I have to say, man, we were pretty, and I guess and I know it was the first episode, but we were pretty one-dimensional at this point. Hold that thought. I want you to explain that to me, but I got to go to the restroom. All right, we're back. Felt so good to relieve myself. <laughs> same here. I got the same thing. But I was just going to say, yeah, we were one-dimensional back then. Dude. We were not thinking outside the box. This is, like we said, this is before the tagline came in. This is before, obviously, some events happened. Um, I love how I, we bring up the push-up challenge. And that's still something that makes me laugh is that all the clients did it and the only trainer that did it besides me was actually Joe. Huh. I, you know, I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned it in that. No, I don't think I said it on that episode, but um, everybody was handling it in a different way. You know, people were very, uh, people weren't in a good place mentally and emotionally. No, no, not, not you know at this point. And I think, doing that podcast honestly i think another reason why i was so excited that uh, that particular episode was because i had some interaction me and you were talking on the phone on the computer you know to doing this and, and maybe i don't know what most people's lives looked like but i don't know if they were doing that and i'm sure it was affecting them so yeah this was like the very beginning this is like when when the quarantine was still a full-on quarantine right like um, it was fresh at that time it was fresh at that time not everybody was handling it well not a, lo a lot of places weren't open and the places that were open were very restrictive mm -hmm. that was when the masks were starting to become more pr prominent um another one was that was around the time that the toilet paper was scarce everywhere Oh yeah. So you had so everyone would go to all these different stores to find it. If you did find it, they would only give you one. You couldn't buy as many as you wanted. I don't want to see nobody at the store buying toilet paper for another two years. Y'all have enough. <laughs> Jeez, I was that, that and the water, but the the toilet paper was insane. The the disinfectants or the 
the hand sanitizers, I, I've never seen so many people freak out over certain supplies like that, you know? Yeah, to, to be fair though, um, you know, people didn't know if this was gonna be like a, the, our, people didn't know if this was gonna be like a, like a quarantine shutdown, like how they had it in Wuhan. And yeah. Because you, know, yeah. you were watching that stuff on YouTube. I don't even know if that's true, but you're, you're watching that stuff on YouTube and they're supposedly, you know, showing you what it's like and it's crazy. You know, like like I mentioned in this in this podcast that we're watching in that particular episode, it was like like um, contagion, bro. That's what it looked like in Wuhan, at least from what we've seen. Um, and people didn't know if it was going to be like that. People didn't know if, if you weren't going to be able to leave your house. So they wanted to make sure they had enough supplies for their family. I get it. Everybody was scared. We were all scared. You know, so to be fair to them, I understand why they were doing it. Yeah, and I made, I made mention about the possibility, because remember, this is April of last year. Yeah. So I made mention about how this could possibly lead into the summer, and you're like, oh, I hope not. I'm going to be optimistic about it. Look at it. Over a year later, it's still we're, we're still having some restrictions. Although the other day, it came out on, uh, I think, believe LA Times and all the local outlets that uh, California might be back to normal around June 15th. You know, there's a lot of um, theories on that. I don't know why it's happening, but uh, I'll just make a quick note of it. And if we want to keep talk about it before we get back into the episode, um, I know that uh, some people have been really, really critical of Governor Gavin Newsom's approach mm -hmm. to handling this pandemic and, you know, the restrictions and uh, calls that he's been making for the states. So supposedly um, uh, he's going to open everything June 15th because more people should be vaccinated, right? Um, yeah. We should be a lot closer to herd immunity. Um, yes. And then since people weren't happy with the way he's been handling it over this past year, um, they're talking about doing a, um, what we is call it called? A yeah. Recall. Yeah. A, a, a recall for, for him being governor. So what do you think? Do I think he's going to get recalled? Um, well, not necessarily if you think he's going to get recalled, but what do you think about the situation? I definitely think that there's a, there's definitely a political aspect of it. I think it's kind of like last year where they were pressuring him to open prematurely and that backfired yeah well i think uh i think this time I, I think it might be a little easier to open because more people are going to have access to the vaccine especially because supposedly by may we were there were more people that are going to have access to the vaccine but now it's going to targeting april 19th so i think by june i don't know how realistic it is that we completely open by then, but I think that uh, there's a better shot of that working than last year's opening. Unless they're vaccinating like millions of people on a daily basis, I don't think that will happen where we are completely open, but I think we will start to open up more. I think at so least, too. At least I'm hoping. Um, I'd like to enjoy this summer, um, but you know, I don't know, man. A lot of I stuff. Just, 
I think that, I, I, well, let's put it this way. We'll be better at, in June this year than we were last year in June. Yeah. I, that, I, that I do feel. I, w- I agree with you on that one. So let me ask you this. What's up? Um, are we actually going to watch this whole thing? Yes, we are. Rolling. So it's really, it's really fun for me right now. Like I'm actually, like I'm still challenging myself in different ways. You sound like you got a really good routine at home, bro. That's awesome. You know, for anybody at home watching this or listening to this, if you heard him, he just barely brought up those Bowflex dumbbells. There's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of other things that you can do just to try to maintain your body um, during this quarantine. If you have equipment, awesome. But for those of you have, who don't, your body is a great tool in itself. You'll learn to control it. You'll build some lean athletic strength and some lean athletic muscle. So you could do a lot with just your body weight. And this gives you, it gives you a chance to be creative too, you know, like with the, uh, the Bowflex dumbbells. They come with these little plates that attach to it and you have to turn the knob in order to recruit them. Oh, okay. So, but the thing is that you don't have to use the dumbbell itself. You can also just use those little plates mm. for little rehab movements for whatever it is you want to do, you can actually use those for little small movements as well, little different, different exercises. So you can actually get quite creative with it. And if oh, you guys you are, so for you guys who had those same Bowflex dumbbells or you guys are wondering like, hey, how can I get creative? We could even do a separate show and we could talk about little, little things that you could use with household items. Well, uh, if, if, we, if we get a good uh, response from that, from our listeners and our viewers, and they want us, we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. But, uh, Okay, that's good, man. I mean, uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't quite say my workouts have been as um, as open as yours. Well, let's be honest, bro. It's not as much as we we try to make the best of it. It's not going to be the same as if we were at the gym. Well, I if uh, some people may feel that way. I personally feel like this time has been really good for me, as far as the workouts go right? As, as far as workouts are in order. Um, and the reason why is because I've been able to, as, as I was just saying, focus on a lot of body weight things, control of my body movements. What I've been using, what I, well, what I was using at the beginning was, was all resistance bands. That's yeah. it. I, I got a door anchor that I could attach to my bedroom door or the front door. And then you tie the resistance band around it. And I could do all kinds of uh, one arm presses, one arm rows. Um, I could put the door anchor lower, attach it to my ankle, and I can do um, forward forward uh, lunges, if you will. Not necessarily a lunge, but like a forward step, uh, a reverse kick, like a step back. Because um, I've been just working on different types of movements and different types of training away from traditional training. It's it's untraditional, unconventional training, you would say. Yeah, uh, that's what most people would call it. I recently just got a hold of a very light dumbbell, but the movements that I do with it make it feel like it's super heavy. The dumbbell is only 15 pounds. The kettlebell is only about 16, 17 pounds. Just got a hold of that as well. Um, and I'm also a good reminder right now that we should take care of. Just because you're lifting heavy weights does not mean that you're that much stronger. You got to be able to recruit different muscles. So. 
So you're so if there is a reason why those muscles feel like they're those little weights are challenging you when you're doing like rehab or something like that, shoulder rehab. And that is because you're recruiting different muscles that you don't usually use or the ones that are very underactive. There you go. It's a, it's a way, just kind of like what you're doing, Armando, at home. You're working on your corrective exercises to get your body in a more stable position so you can then start doing more ballistic exercises like actual humans move, three-dimensional. But you have to build your foundation first, and you're doing that. So great point. So, yeah, I mean, that's exactly why I'm not doing traditional chest press, squats, deadlifts. Obviously, I don't have that equipment at home. I don't have a whole gym in my house. Um, so I've been getting creative and I'm doing more ballistic. Um, you can call it perfect. Perfect word for it would be contralateral exercises, contralateral movements. That means opposing sides. For example, something regarding my right hand and or my right arm, excuse me, and my left leg, opposite sides of the body and vice versa. Left arm, right leg. So a lot of rotational movements, ballistic movements, very dynamic, running, jumping, um, spinning with those weights, essentially using those weights to do it. What the, the two main things I've been focus on, uh, focusing on with all that being said um, are my throwing mechanics, okay? How the rotator cuff actually moves. Yes. Okay? How the rotator cuff actually moves. And my sprinting mechanics, running, my gait, throwing mechanics and my gait mechanics, the way that we walk and run, those mechanics are directly correlated. And that's what it means when I talk about contralateral movement. Another name for that is the axis of the body. It's like an X, okay? It's also called the slings of the body is another. Um, so that, those are the kind of movements I've been focusing on. And when you have that dumbbell or that kettlebell doing those kind of movements, even though they only weigh like 15 pounds, swinging them at high velocities and doing these kind of movements at a distal point. Distal means further from my body, my body. right? My, my arm is a lever. This is for all the listeners and the viewers. My arm is a lever. The closer I have something to my body, this is my medial access line, okay? Closer to my center of gravity. If I'm holding that kettlebell, dumbbell, whatever it is, away from my body, that just became so much heavier than me holding it right here. Okay, away from my body. So swinging that around, trying to control it with my core, my legs, everything's being fired. And as I was saying in a ballistic dynamic fashion, that 15 pound kettlebell feels like it's 50, 60 pounds, dude. Yeah. So I've been working on that stuff. That's what I've been doing personally. You know, you know, another reason why it's also feeling like it's heavy. Why? Because you're not just contracting the muscles. You're also strengthening while you're elongating the muscles. You're lengthening the muscles. Exactly. So it's a big, it's a big movement basically yep exactly that's something that we don't do often we focus too much on short contraction of the muscle right well well what what is a huge misconception is this is also a contraction the difference is this is a compression and this is length tension the muscle is still working there okay the one that's being compressed now would be my tricep right yes. and vice versa but those muscles are still working they don't just work when they shorten, they work when they lengthen. That's what Armando's referring yeah. to. And that's why it's more difficult that way. But it also enhances movement, more athletic movement, and the way we're supposed to move. Being able to spin more, jump, run, and there's no restrictions in my body. I don't feel any pain anywhere because I've been really working on my posture, 
these kind of movements develop my posture, which is spinal alignment. Another name for that is the three rings of the body, pelvis, the pelvic floor, okay? Your thorax, your rib cage, and your shoulder girdle. Those three rings lined up, usually for the most part, can guarantee that your vertebrae is lined up. Now, now that doesn't mean that your vertebrae will not be compressed. Gravity does that to us all the time. It pushes us down. So we have to learn how to rise above that, mm -hmm. literally and figuratively, and work on your breathing to allow space to happen in your tissues and in your vertebra. So that's, those are the kind of things that I have been working on. And being outside of the gym, away from all that equipment, has really given me an opportunity to kind of, kind of really focus on this training. You know what the crazy thing is, though? You, you said that you don't really get you don't really get sore from it as much. Well, um, you know, actually, on the contrary, if I said that, I apologize. I do get sore from it, but the soreness that I feel, when I'm sore, I feel like my muscles have been worked, but I don't feel stiff and rigid. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I can still move. My That's muscles... I was going to touch on that right now, too, because yeah. I was saying that I get sore when I do that, right? Because, but when I do get sore, I'm still able to actually move. Like I don't have like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm restricted in my movement or my, my mobility is limited for me. Exactly. I, I don't lose mobility. It's okay. So the, the one thing about the way that I'm training now, um, is that this, this might, might not resonate with a lot of people, right? Because yeah. typically when we look at fitness, it's a very broad spectrum. And you can fit a bunch of different things in it. You can fit strength training, right? Different types of strength training, whether you're a power lifter, Olympic lifter, uh, you know, bodybuilder, whatever the case may be. Then we got flexibility, bunch of different things that fit in there, right? Cardiovascular and endurance training, bunch of different things that fit in there. On and on and on. This type of training is strength. It is cardiovascular conditioning. It is flexibility and mobility. It is all those things in one. That's why I love it so much. I don't have to go to one phase of training and then do another one another day and then do something else the next day. No, it's all bunched into one. Yeah, so I'm more of a full body person myself too. Like I don't really like, okay. Full body. We're going to do, do legs one day. We're going to do back. Yeah. I would be the first to say the only workouts that I've been doing the last several weeks <clears throat> or even months really is moving boxes and moving shit out of the house. Are you I referring to your workout that we were just talking about? Yeah. I listen to myself like, like and I have pressure on my lower back. I'm like, yeah, I miss those days. Well, I came back. Yeah, so, and I haven't been able to work out as consistently because we had, we either were moving, we got like all this crap all over the place. Yeah, I remember that. You're going through. Going through a lot of shit, man. So mm -hmm. my workout was moving those heavy ass boxes or moving all that, all that junk around. And that was a good, and I did get sore from that, but it was a way, it wasn't the type of training that I've been adopting in the last year, you know, more, more along the, the lines of functional patterns. It wasn't the same thing, but I will say when the bags weren't so heavy, I did kind of, I did kind of 
do some movements with it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so before we took that pause and I, and I said, we're one dimensional, I wanted to say we're one dimensional because at this point, all you gotta do is look at the hashtags. It's just fitness and quarantine. Fitness, fitness, motivation. All we were talking about was fitness at the time. And that wasn't like, that's, I think we knew in our hearts back then that if we had continued that path, we probably wouldn't last very long. But I'm so happy that we, um, that we created the, that this platform, we put more on it. All right, you guys, we're at 40 minutes. And I'm about to give you the countdown in three, two, one, roll it. So it's really, it's really fun for me right now. Like I'm actually, like I'm still challenging myself in different ways. You sound like you got a really good routine at home, bro. That's awesome. You know, for anybody at home watching this or listening to this, if you heard him, he just barely brought up those Bowflex dumbbells. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of other things that you can do just to try to maintain your body um, during this quarantine. If you have equipment, awesome. But for those of you have, who don't, your body is a great tool in itself. You'll learn to control it. You'll build some lean athletic strength and some lean athletic muscle. So you could do a lot with just your body weight. And this gives you it gives you a chance to be creative too. You know, like with the uh, the Bowflex dumbbells, they come with these little plates that attach to it, and you have to turn the knob in order to recruit them. Oh, okay. So, but the thing is that you don't have to use the dumbbell itself. You can also just use those little plates mm. for little rehab movements for whatever it is you want to do. You can actually use those for little small movements as well, little different different exercises. So you can actually get quite creative with it. If oh, you guys are, so for you guys who had those same Bowflex dumbbells or you guys are wondering like, hey, how can I get creative? We could even do a separate show and we could talk about little little things that you could use with household items. Well, uh, if, if, we, if we get a good uh, response from that, from our listeners and our viewers, and they want us, we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. But, uh, okay, that's good, man. I mean, uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't quite say my workouts have been as um, – as open as yours well let's be honest bro it's not as much as we we try to make the best of it it's not going to be the same as if we were at the gym well i if uh some people may feel that way i personally feel like this time has been really good for me as far as the workouts go right as, as far as workouts are in order um and the reason why is because I've been able to, as, as I was just saying, focus on a lot of body weight things, control of my body movements. What I've been using, what I, well, what I was using at the beginning were, was all resistance bands. That's yeah. it. I, I got a door anchor that I could at- attach to my bedroom door or the front door, and then you tie the resistance band around it, and I could do all kinds of uh, one-arm presses, one-arm rows. Um, I could put the door anchor lower, attach it to my ankle. And I can do um, forward forward uh, lunges, if you will, not necessarily a lunge, but like a forward step, uh, a reverse kick, like a step back. Because um, I've been just working on different types of movements and different types of training. 
away from traditional training. It's, it's untraditional, unconventional training, you would say. Yeah. Uh, most, that's what most people would call it. I recently just got a hold of a very light dumbbell, but the movements that I do with it make it feel like it's super heavy. The dumbbell is only 15 pounds. The kettlebell is only about 16, 17 pounds. Just got a hold of that as well. Um, and so, I'm also a good reminder right now that we should take care of. Just because you're lifting heavy weights does not mean that you're that much stronger. You got to be able to recruit different muscles. So, so, you're, so if there is a reason why those muscles feel like those little weights are challenging you when you're doing like rehab or something like that, shoulder rehab, and that is because you're recruiting different muscles that you don't usually use or the ones that are very underactive. There you go. It's a, it's a way, just kind of like what you're doing, Armando, at home. You're working on your corrective exercises to get your body in a more stable position so you can then start doing more ballistic exercises like actual humans move, three-dimensional. But you have to build your foundation first, and you're doing that, so great point. So, yeah, I mean, that's exactly why I'm not doing traditional chest press, squats, deadlifts. Obviously, I don't have that equipment at home. I don't have a whole gym in my house. Um, so I've been getting creative and I'm doing more ballistic. Um, you can call it perfect, perfect word for it would be contralateral exercises, contralateral movements. That means opposing sides. For example, something regarding my right hand and or my right arm, excuse me, and my left leg, opposite sides of the body and vice versa. Left arm, right leg. So a lot of rotational movements, ballistic movements, very dynamic, running, jumping, um, spinning with those weights, essentially using those weights to do it. What the, the two main things I've been focus on, uh, focusing on with all that being said um, are my throwing mechanics, okay? How the rotator cuff actually moves. Yes. Okay? How the rotator cuff actually moves and my sprinting mechanics, running, my gait, throwing mechanics and my gait mechanics, the way that we walk and run, those mechanics are directly correlated. And that's what it means when I talk about contralateral movement. Another name for that is the axis of the body. It's like an X, okay? It's also called the slings of the body is another. Um, so that, those are the kind of movements I've been focusing on. And when you have that dumbbell or that kettlebell doing those kind of movements, even though they only weigh like 15 pounds, swinging them at high velocities and doing these kind of movements at a distal point. Distal means further from my body, from your body. right? My, my arm is a lever. This is for all the listeners and the viewers. My arm is a lever. The closer I have something to my body, this is my medial access line, okay? Closer to my center of gravity. If I'm holding that kettlebell, dumbbell, whatever it is, away from my body, that just became so much heavier than me holding it right here. Okay, away from my body. So swinging that around, trying to control it with my core, my legs, everything's being fired. And as I was saying in a ballistic dynamic fashion, that 15 pound kettlebell feels like it's 50, 60 pounds, dude. Yeah. So I've been working on that stuff. That's what I've been doing personally. You know, you know another reason why it's also feeling like it's heavy? Why? Because you're not just contracting the muscles, you're also strengthening while you're elongating the muscles, you're lengthening the muscles. Exactly. So it's a big, it's a big, movement basically yep exactly that's something that we don't do often we focus too much on short contraction of the muscle right well well what what is a huge misconception is this is also a contraction the difference is this is a compression 
and this is length tension. The muscle is still working there, okay? The one that's being compressed now would be my tricep, right? Yeah. And vice versa. But those muscles are still working. They don't just work when they shorten. They work when they lengthen. That's what Armando's referring yeah. to. And that's why it's more difficult that way. But it also enhances movement, more athletic movement, and the way we're supposed to move. You're able to spin more, jump, run, and there's no restrictions in my body. I don't feel any pain anywhere because I've been really working on my posture. These kind of movements develop my posture, which is spinal alignment. Another name for that is the three rings of the body. Pelvis, the pelvic floor, okay? Your thorax, your rib cage, and your shoulder girdle. Those three rings lined up usually for the most part can guarantee that your vertebrae is lined up. Now, now that doesn't mean that your vertebrae will not be compressed. Gravity does that to us all the time. It pushes us down. So we have to learn how to rise above that mm -hmm. literally and figuratively and work on your breathing to allow space to happen in your tissues and in your vertebra. So that's, those are the kind of things that I have been working on. And being outside of the gym, away from all that equipment, has really given me an opportunity to kind of, kind of really focus on this training. You know what the crazy thing is, though, you, you said that you don't really get, you don't really get sore from it as much. Well, um, you know, actually, on the contrary, if I said that, I apologize. I do get sore from it, but the soreness that I feel, when I'm sore, I feel like my muscles have been worked, but I don't feel stiff and rigid. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I can still move my That's muscle. What I was going to touch on that right now too. Cause yeah. I was saying that I get sore when I do that. Right. Cause, but when I do get sore, I'm still able to actually move. Like I don't have, like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm restricted in my movement or my, my mobility is limited for me. Exactly. I, I don't lose mobility. It's okay. So the, the one thing about the way that I'm training now um, is that this this might might not resonate with a lot of people right because yeah. typically when we look at fitness it's a very broad spectrum and you can fit a bunch of different things in it you can fit strength training right different types of strength training whether you're a power lifter olympic lifter uh you know bodybuilder whatever the case may be then we got flexibility bunch of different things that fit in there right cardiovascular and endurance training bunch of different things that fit in there on and on and on this type of training is strength it is cardiovascular conditioning it is flexibility and mobility it is all those things in one that's why i love it so much i don't have to go to one phase of training and then do another one another day and then do something else the next day no it's all bunched into one yeah so i'm more of a full body person myself too like i don't really like okay full body but do we're gonna do legs one day we're gonna do back the The conversation was cool. I'm not going to lie. It was cool hearing us, like, uh, discuss that. But I did get sad over over the dumbbells. Oh, why? Because the dumbbells died. Remember oh, when, oh, yeah, the both flags. flags, they died. Yeah, that's right. Dude, I, had I, oh, I felt bad sad. for you. I felt bad for you when I seen them in person. I was like, oh, damn. I remember, like... I called Joe up, so so check it out, everybody. I, I called Joe up, and, and I'm like, hey, because he's helping me move, so he was helping me move uh, stuff. And I was hoping that it was just, you know, maybe something I could just, it, it was just, like, something minor, you know, maybe, like, the little gear is messed up, but we just got to 
put it back in place. And Joe, Joe uh, comes in, he looks at it, he goes, uh, nah, dude, it's it's not just rest. It, it's a little rusty. It's not just, and it's not just something that you can replace. It's, it's, it's broken. It's, you're not going to be able to turn that wheel no more. And it, I'm watching Joe try to like maneuver it. He couldn't, he couldn't turn the wheel. The wheel was, was, was jet was messed up. So the, the dumbbells had to go. The other one, the other one was in decent shape, but it was, it was starting to go as well. So, I mean, those, those dumbbells lasted me 17, 18 years. So, I mean, that's, that's a good life. That's a good lifetime for those things, you know, more, more than my money's worth. I got a lot of gains out of that stuff, out of those, out of those weights. That, uh, that, that pair of dumbbells is, is, was really cool. I remember when they first came out, you know, you can make them lighter, make them heavier with one pair. It was really cool. You know, it, it wasn't when I went over to your house and I was helping you move and um, I was ch checking out the dumbbells to see if they can be salvaged. It wasn't even that the knob wouldn't move, which was the, that wasn't even the biggest thing. The biggest thing was they wouldn't even go all the way back into the whatever the holster i guess the holder yeah the holder the slot yeah they wouldn't even go all the way back in so then you can turn the knob they were like stuck something was preventing them so that you know but, there was no salvaging it on that one it was like I, i'm I, like joining out and trying to figure out how to do it and he's like nah dude this this is um it's it's uh it's it's done it's like later the rest and so that's what we did it was heartbreaking so when I heard that story about the Bowflex dumbbells, I was like, oh, I forgot about the Bowflex dumbbells. I know. It wasn't even that long ago. It was like, what, two weeks ago? Uh, yeah. So should we tell them then? <laughs> Let's tell do them. it. So what we originally saw so the first half of this video, actually, the first 30 or so minutes, we actually shot this in my house. And this is the last shot, the last, um, last thing we shot at my old house and and the last uh 10 minutes or so this is actually being shot at my new spot so i'm officially moved in right now so joe and so joe and i were uh weren't thinking about mentioning it too much but you know what i'm i'm, I'm i moved into my new spot and uh, here we are and unfortunately one of the things that i had to get rid of was those old dumbbells you moving is a is a life-changing experience so you know who knows? it is and who knows maybe we'll discuss it well maybe we'll, we can discuss something with it later on in the future down the line but i i do know that but there is something that will come with this though what's that new content yeah yeah armando's in the east bay now he's like i want to say what like a couple miles from my house not even that far dude i'm just in walking distance in your spot yeah about a, about a few miles i want to say maybe like yeah about two miles maybe less but around there yeah it's a it's like a 20 20 30 minute max walk i can if i wanted to walk down there i can just go there right now okay so if it's 20 minute max walk you could probably run to my house and like Seven minutes, eight minutes, you'd be all right. Well, for the average person, it'd be seven minutes. For me, it'd be like 15, but it's okay. Armando. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, 
I like I, I, I like poking fun at myself, but you know, it's just <laughs> it's so funny watching us like right here, right? Like uh, seeing us like excited about starting it out, and I, I enjoy what I enjoy what we've what we've been able to create out of this. It's fun. It's fun. I don't always look back, and to be honest with you, I haven't looked at this um, full episode since really since last year. Mm. But it's crazy to look back and to see just um, where we started. You got to start somewhere, y'all. You got to start somewhere. And this is where we started. So shall we keep on going? Get the last seven minutes in? Let's do it. Showtime. Let's roll it. The other day, I wrote your chest the other day. Nah, more. I want to I wanna get all of the muscles working at once. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to. You want to you want to make your body work in unison. You want your mind and you want your your, your nervous system. You want your mind and your body to be united. Basically. Exactly. And the, this movement, these movements that I do, they're so intrinsic. You really have to focus on what you're doing, and they're so intricate. They're very small adjustments that you make. I'm not going to get into detail about exactly what that is. If anybody's interested, you guys could hit me on my social media. Fitness. We'll do a bonus show on this eventually, you know. Yeah, we'll show it on here. Armando will bring it up, but um, just the the type of training that I'm doing now, uh, it's as I said, it's it's so intricate and it's so intrinsic. You really have to focus. You can't just do it mindlessly, you know. Like for example, don't mean any offense, but I've done chest press where I'm just kind of throwing up some weight mindlessly or whatever a squat just because I have heavy weight. You think it's a good exercise, or because you're sweating profusely and you're out of breath you think it's a good workout that's not necessarily the case you have to learn just like my boy armando said how to connect your mind to your body that's what's going to enhance your nervous system to operate certain muscles have them functioning the way it's supposed to and have the entire body in unity because it works as one it's not separate like the way we've been used to training can you train that way absolutely if you want your bicep to look a certain way, because obviously my, I don't have big arms and a huge bicep, but if you want to shape that up and have it looking a certain way, fine. You, you can isolate that muscle. But what you're not realizing is contracting that muscle over and over or lengthening that muscle over and over is going to directly affect what's going on in the rest of your shoulder, your chest, your ribs, your back, and eventually that'll start to affect your hip, your low back, your knee, all the way down to your feet. Yeah, that's what I'm talking it's about. It's all correlated. It's all correlated. Directly all correlated. Directly correlated. Everybody says, "Yeah, of course we understand the body's all connected." Well, no, duh. You can look at any human being and see they have two arms, two legs, and a head and a torso. Yeah, but when we say it's it's all connected, if you do something with one part of the body with one muscle, it's if I did this, that's going to affect how my foot is on the opposite side or the same side. Yes. You know, you got to learn how to use your body all together, and we. Covered up as much as we could, and we'll. If you guys want, we can do another episode on this. But we're starting to run out of time, and we're gonna have to hype up the upcoming episodes, man. You want to discuss what's happening in May? I'm gonna let you handle it, bro. I feel like I've been talking too much. I need to shut up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in May, it's gonna be six years since we've been in Castro Valley Body Mechanics. Six years. We're gonna give you some stories. We're going to do a, the upcoming episode. We're going to be celebrating all May, the six-year anniversary. However, we're also, 
What's that? I said six years, BMC me. That's right. And not only that, but we're also gonna we're also gonna have an episode on mentorship. That's gonna be a big one for us. So you're gonna hear the people that actually mentored us, that took care of us and led us down the right path. And yes, there's gonna be some that you know. I'm looking forward That's to that one. The guy in the background over there, he knows him well too. What you got a you got a dude in the background? I'm talking about your dude. Your boy your boyfriend's over? Your little brother. Oh, now he's not here. Yeah, sure. Probably in the, he's probably on your bed already. Nah, no, I don't know what you're talking about. It's probably just the accurate face of COVID-19. Armando, you're weirding people out. Let's go. Let's end the show. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be doing the six-year anniversary celebration, right? We're going to be jumping into mentorship. People that we learned from. I'm excited for that one, bro. I really it's going to be a two-parter, you guys. It's going to, we're going to, it's going to be a two-parter. And then, so this guy was saying that he doesn't remember who I was talking about in terms of a surprise. We're going to have Marlon Gomez as a surprise. Oh, he's going to come on board? Okay. He's going to come on board. So okay. we're going to be talking about mentorship. We're going to run into him. We're going to talk to him. and We're going to take some, tell you some stories from Sally Andrew days. Which looking that'll back be, on it, that'll be fun. I'm going to have to pop a gummy for that one. Yeah. We'll leave that to you guys' his imagination. <laughs> that'll be a good one y'all hey everybody thanks for joining us today uh we may have gone on some rants well i may have i hope i was entertaining i hope i hope uh, we were able to educate you guys a little bit on the few uh subjects we were able to dig into if you guys got any more questions let us know but we're gonna keep these things coming um yeah yeah if you have any more questions on what we were getting into as far as the types of training that we're doing please comment let us know we'll come out with more stuff and we're we just want you guys to know too there's a reason why we got into this profession not just to to be around weights and things like that we want to like some of you guys think that we're tough on you and truth is we see a lot in you guys so we push you guys to your maximum because we believe in you guys and we won't and also if it makes you feel better most of the things that we put you guys through we put ourselves through it first well said mondo so it's one of those things that we want to let you guys know. We're going to be doing an upcoming episode on mentorship. It's going to be, actually, it's a two-parter. So the first episode, you're going to see me and Joe just talking and chopping it up about what, what we've done. And then part two, we'll integrate Marlon. And we'll have him for maybe an episode or two where he'll talk about, we'll ask him about uh, his years in body mechanics. We'll ask him about, we'll talk about all the stories that we've had in body mechanics where could be told, man. All of them? No, oh, hell no. All of them? No, 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 no. He's dude, not even remember all of them. Dude, he could talk, bro. Don't, don't, don't do that. You're going to have to oh, put no, it no, no. bro. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to do that. We're going to give, we're going to direct it. Don't worry about it. Hey, you know what? Before he comes on, you need to tell him that if, mm -hmm. if he does not take a gummy, he cannot come on because I want to see how he's going to act when he has a gummy. And I'm not joking. I think everybody would think it'd be hilarious. He has it to will, take a gummy before it he will comes be funny. <laughs> he has to take a gummy, bro, or, or he's not allowed. All right, then you deliver him the gummy. No, I ain't doing that. You're closer then. Junior, you, Junior, you take, him to, take him his gummy. No, he has his own stuff. Just tell him to take it. Oh, that's, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The clean boy. All right. clean boy all of a sudden. That's all of a sudden is coming out of the woodwork. All right, bro. These people are like, damn, this, this end of the show is taking like 30 minutes. People, we out. We out, man. Take care. Later, baby.
I will say for sure, it's one thing that stands out to me right away is that back then we were still more local, mm-hmm. right? And it stands out to us, right? Like, cause we were just talking about everything that's happening like in our inner circle at the time. Boy, things changed huh, in the last year. A lot, man, a lot. A lot. I mean, being away from, you know, the day-to-day regular grind, if you will. Well, you know, at least at least what we're what we were used to before absolutely, you know, COVID and the pandemic happened. Being away from that kind of gets you into uh just gets you thinking a little bit differently, gets you into other things and you start to expand a little bit. I think I think there were, were there were a lot of good things that came from that. Absolutely. I think uh I don't know like at the time we were like at the time, we didn't think we, we didn't think much about that. People outside of our like our area, especially our state, were going to be listening to our show. We got people not just out of our state, but people out of our country. That's pretty awesome, us. bro. And that's crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah, we're talking just about our area over there in Kestrel Valley, Bay Area, you know. And <laughs> and now he's and now it's like, and we're getting heard in places like El Salvador. We're getting listened to in. Ireland, we're getting listened to in Germany, we're getting listened to in Canada, we're getting listened to in uh, Japan and freaking in Indonesia. You know, speaking of that, bro, like how how cool that is, it's just dope. Dope. Dope's a, a, another word for cool, y'all. If you're in another country, at least in the US, at least where we're at, it's that's a good dope. Thing. Right? It's, a good it's, thing. it's a good thing. So that's dope that we got all these people from all these different countries around the world listening to us. And honestly, that's one of the reasons why um, I'm about to tell you what I'm about to tell you, but there's other reasons. I just wanted to grow, expand my knowledge. So I got, I'm going to start learning um, another language pretty soon because of that. So I don't know which one, but I'm going to figure that out. I was about to ask you which one, but you asked the question right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet. Off the top of my head, um, I, I, I probably, I probably want to learn italian and i'll say italian because it's similar to spanish which is uh you know a second language to me um english has now become my first so i want to learn italian because it's similar to spanish i think i could i could understand it i just got to get you know better with the grammar and all that stuff how they speak um and then i'd maybe like to go into uh like cantonese or something something completely like you know just on the other side of the world. Another another one is uh, Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese is close to, to uh, Spanish too. I would love to learn Japanese. That would be something cool to do. I think that's that's my that's a goal of mine is to go to go to Japan. Okay. See, I mean, I just think it's so cool that we got all these different people around the world, and I I love to learn another language and expand my knowledge. So I can Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's just mind-boggling to us that we were from maybe just like a little small project, you know, it, were, like, it wasn't something that we didn't go with the into expectations. We, we went with goals, right? We wanted to, mm-hmm. we had some stuff that we wanted to accomplish, but we didn't expect, don't expect anything. You just go in, you just do your thing and what happened, and then when it comes, when you have your goals, you earn your goals, right? You accomplish your goals. And that's what we, that's the mindset that we had. And it went from, you know what, let's just start this thing to all of a sudden 
we have listeners all over the world. So cool, man. It's it awesome. is. It's dope, isn't it? Like, yeah. I remember thinking if we have people listening to us in different parts of our of our state, that would be cool. But then Joe and I were looking at the the analytics, and then we saw some. We were not, not only did we have other people in different parts of California, but in in Texas, in Virginia, in Ohio, in Oregon, in Washington, Florida. It's pretty cool. Louisiana, you know, like all these people are listening to us and we're like, wow, like that's, that, that's really, that's really uh, humbling. Like, it, it, like we couldn't, we didn't have any words for it. We were just looking at it. It's like, and we thought it like, we couldn't believe that there was actually people that wanted to listen to what we had to say in different, different states. You know? Yeah, seriously. I mean, because just like Armando said, it was, it was just something we wanted to try, you know, just for ourselves. And if it, if it grew into something awesome, if it didn't, well, we were still going to keep doing it because we enjoy doing it. So now, now, you know, we actually have it a part of, a part of our meetings, um, of our, uh, of, of our meetings where we uh, discuss what type of topics we're going to be bringing up on the podcast, like what we think would be a good idea. Now we're talking about um you know fine-tuning them we're talking about the details because we want to make sure yeah. that we bring some good content to you guys something that's entertaining but also maybe you could potentially learn something or learn something about us that maybe you didn't know that you find interesting you know so we just want to bring some good material yeah it's like in the it's like we we learn to no pun intended but we learn to adapt right like we, mm -hmm. we realized that there, there's there's more that we can do with this platform so in this first episode, yeah, we're talking about quarantine, but it's really more fitness-based, and that's really part of who we are. But in the coming episodes, you saw us talking more about social issues, talking about nutrition, but not just about nutrition, like, oh, you got to eat salads, and, and if you don't eat salads, you're going to get fat. <laughs> but <laughs> we, we, we poked for that stuff, and we discussed it from a different angle, like, we, we, we got really creative with, with our run sheets. We got really creative with the concepts, right? Like, like one of the nutrition episodes, which admittedly we were both very, very tired for. Um, it was called Nutrition, the Dilemma. And we're talking about how we understood that eating clean and, and how expensive it can be and how hard it can come by. Sometimes you have to survive Sometimes you have to survive and you just got to eat, right? You just got to get something in your, in your tummy. But at the same time, we also realized that some the ways that we grew up and some of the stuff that we ate kind of pushed us into the direction of not eating that way anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the, there were there were some foods that we ate, like, like Joe was giving the story that was hilarious of his grandpa about how he eats tortillas with everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling stories about how my dad used to put butter in the most ridiculous things you know like it, it's it's a creative outlet and, we, and joe and i are creators so one of the things that we've like when we started the show we like he saw us talk talk as trainers as fitness coaches but i think i can speak for joe when i say this now like that's just part of who we are we're creators and we're, we're fitness coaches. So people say, oh, what do you mean creators? It's like, well, we create content, whether that's the podcast, our YouTube channel, which by the way, stay, stay tuned on that YouTube channel. Now that he and I are more or less neighbors, 
we got some we got some things in the works and we got some uh, stuff coming we got some stuff coming so stay tuned you guys it's it's a new we created a new avenue for ourselves and it's something that I don't know if we ever intended for it to to become that way it was just something we thought it was just something that we could we enjoyed the idea of creating and and that's what we're doing so the more that we can do that I think I think that uh we'll do this as long as it as long as we possibly can I think you agree with that one Rachel yeah definitely bro I I want to I want to keep doing this moving forward as long as we possibly can and I mean I would love for us to come out with an episode every two weeks as we've said in the past because we've been pretty um consistent with that but realistically sometimes life may get in the way we might not be able to put an episode out every two weeks but the goal um, is to always come every two weeks though yeah that's the goal um but i would still like to keep doing it even if it's not every two weeks right even if it's three or four whatever because we got some stuff going on in our lives i would still like to keep doing this so the the blame is on me. <laughs> the blame is on me. Dude. It's not on Joe. Joe is Joe is Joe is doing his thing, and he's still he still showed up for me. It was the chaos of moving, and and that kind of inter- interrupted the the flow. But we thank you for your patience, and happy one year anniversary to the adapt session. It is crazy that uh, that it's, it went by so fast. You know, I, I think that we've grown a lot in the year. I think Joe will agree with that one. Absolutely. What's the part that you that uh, What's the part that you that you, that you more, that you're most impressed with, like in terms of growth? Um, specifically with the podcast. Yeah, and and yourself too, if you want to talk about yourself as a, as a as a pod as a as a creator. But um, that's a good question. I would say with the podcast, um, the uh, a uh, wide array of topics that we've gone over, at least in my opinion, right? Yeah, like, you, like you've we've mentioned. We've gone a lot. Mm-hmm. We've covered we've, a lot. We've spread out. You know, we've spread out. We, we, we're, we're starting to spread our wings. We're starting to fly a little bit. We still got a long ways to go, but we're getting there. Um, so I would say that is our growth as far as um, the a wide array of topics that we've gone over. Um, there's a lot more things that we could talk about, and, you know, that's going to come. Um, I got some new books that I'm reading, so hopefully that'll help me think of things a little bit differently, change my perception, change my opinion on, on certain things, change, you know, um, just change the way I look at everything, right? So ho- hopefully that, that'll, that'll help us out. Um, and then for myself, um, man, that's a big one. A lot of things, bro, just the way I look at life now with the whole, with the whole situation, um, the fact that we're trying to do more for ourselves, um, and always continue to grow. I got some new life goals that I'm currently working on in the back end. I know you do as well. Your move was one of them. That's a big one. Major one. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I would just say the, you know, how we're, how we're taking things in stride, um, and learning to roll with the punches. That's what I would say. That's what for me too, you know, I think, like that's that's something that I'm trying to to really figure out, you know. Like before, I um, I don't want to say I wasn't open minded, but I definitely could have been a little more open minded. 
And I, I think as far as the show goes, I think our ability to write has been very impressive. Because mm, mm. this first episode right here was probably our, our most basic run sheet that we ever did. If you call it a run sheet, I mean, it was just a couple of bullet points and that's it. But since then, we've created, we've been basically writing essays as our, as our run sheets and as our show notes, you know, I think, and it's, and it's become a pleasure to do it, you know, like it's one of, I love creating. So as much as I get to create, the more content I'll be and the better that the, I think the episodes will come out. And I think that's, that's shown in, in the last year too, like the evolution of our show, you know, like we've like the more complex and the more detailed our, our red sheets have become, the more diverse our, our episodes have become. I, I think that, I, I think that's where you'll see a lot. Of, that's where you see a lot of the growth. That's where like, whether we're talking, like if we're going to name episodes, I mean, our moral dilemmas, you know, our, our funny episodes with Johnny L, the first one, then his the Unity 2 with him, and then 2020, which was which was some of our more creative ones that took a little time to, to write, to put together, but came out as as perfect as 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 it, as it could come out. Going into this, going into season two, you know, like the kind of the kind of practic episode, you know, the mental health episode, talking about physical therapy, you know, it was, or even the, the sports sessions, talking about football and talking about the heartbreaks, you know, like, it's just, it's just another level to our creativity and our level to create more content. And I think that we've, we've reached a new level. I think it's like, we worked our way up to a new level. Agreed for sure, for sure. A lot of that climbing, bro steady and dab session and, and we had it, it was it was originally meant to be something that was fun for for friends and now like now i could now i consider you i consider you guys the dab session family the listeners you know so the dab session family and, and who knows man maybe a dab session will be bringing in some new some new uh a dab session productions could be kicking up some new uh New content coming up, huh? We'll see how that goes, man. We'll we see how wanna, that goes. We, we don't want to talk too much about that. You know, that's down the road. <laughs> but we got some, but stay tuned, you guys. You guys are going to enjoy the content. So next time, peace out, squad. Thank you for one year. And we'll do it for many times, for as long as, we, as long as you guys will let us. Later, squad. <laughs>